This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite. TNT, and I will not fight. TNT, I'm a power load. <laughs> I just love that so much. Being here and sharing this hour with all of you out there. This is the Andrea K Show right here on AIM 1170 KCBQ, coming live at you from the studios here in San Diego and sharing this hour with me and all of you out there on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And no, I'm not on Snaps yet, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing though. I don't know why I'm like so giggly because I've been like so aggravated all day long. With the propaganda machine that has been in full effect for a couple of days now, especially today. Could be, though, that it's because I've I've diffused. A whole lot of dynamite's already exploded today. I did a couple of other shows earlier. I was on uh, Tipping Point with Liz Wheeler. Love her so much. Great show. Um, she's just, whenever we get together, it's just, whenever I'm on her show, she's just, we're kind of like kindred spirits. And then I kind of battled it out. When, with none other than Ed Schultz, formerly of MSNBC fame, who's now on uh, Russian TV, which I, I hadn't heard of before. So um, <laughs> I texted somebody afterwards. I think poor Ed needs a Siggy and a shot at Jack Daniels because I don't think he I don't think he uh, had ever heard of me before. And he certainly wasn't expecting the dynamite. And I don't think I don't think Mark Simone, who fills in for Rush, was quite prepared for it either. So maybe I can get a clip of that and I can play it for you guys. So maybe that's why I'm in such a good mood, because I've already exercised all the demons out earlier. But seriously, we got a serious show ahead of you because these are very serious times. So joining me tonight is none other. Speaking of a very serious person. Is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who I really wasn't familiar with until this Orlando shooting situation, until he started speaking brilliance, clarity, passion, fierceness, toughness from a military mind, because he's the chair of military theory at Marine University. He's got a new book coming out. So you're going to want to definitely stay tuned uh, for that interview. He's been all over Fox News. So I, I, I tried to bring a little something different to that interview. And one of the things I did was I posed a couple of questions provided by you guys. So be sure to, to uh, stay tuned for that. And then we've got a buddy, a good friend of mine. He's new to the Andrea K. Show. He's not new to me. So uh, if he's new to you, be sure to check him out. Xander Gibb from Xander Monium. Super cool guy. Great show. Be sure to check that out. Um, when I'm on other media and I'm on my show, I speak the truth. Xander speaks the truth. You're going to hear Sebastian Gorka speak the truth. But what, it, what, it, what else has been going on out in the world? Just the opposite of that. Every topic that I was going to cover tonight all has to do with propaganda. And I'm not talking about propaganda, just like the way a lot of people throw that word around in terms of spin. We're talking about full on propaganda. We're talking about a complete attempt to mind, to control the minds of the American people by feeding them crap, just complete lies 
and nonsense. From Loretta Lynch doing her Susan Rice impersonation on the talk shows yesterday to do what? Just like Susan Rice, launch a cover-up as to what's going on and yet another terrorist attack in which Americans died, another terrorist attack in which it was prevented, another terrorist preventable, another terrorist attack that had to do with nothing that they want to blame it on has to do with radical Islam. In fact, my nephew pointed out to me, he's like, stop calling it radical Islam, call it by the book Islam. But whatever you call it, it's Islam. Whether it's the FBI spokesperson who came out today, it's like, who, who wrote, I, I tweeted out, who wrote that speech? The local imam? It was ridiculous. We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, they later on, and that speech, what that speech was about today, this morning, was about the fact that they, they and the pushback today was because they decided to release the transcripts, but not really. They were going to redact them because Mr. I'll have the most transparent transparency in the rule of law will be the hallmarks of my administration has done everything he could to, to cover up and hide and lie to the American people to control their minds from the media. Trumping up this controversy about Corey Lewandowski, the fact that Trump decided to make a change in his staff and his team. Big dang deal. We got the, you, you got a union dust up here in San Diego today. See, liberals aren't u- used to. Uh, business people making a decision to to move to somebody else. I mean, they're used to unions where people keep their job, whether or not there's any performance. So, you know, it's all about, it's all about propaganda, lying to the American people, trying to cover up, get, get people off topic. Another thing the media was doing today was pushing out this narrative that the wife was too mentally incompetent. She couldn't be an accomplice. She had a learning disability. She probably had dyslexia in the eighth grade. I mean, this was a woman who was able to go to high school, get married, get divorced, have a kid, but suddenly she's not mentally competent enough. She gets a, she gets a pass. That's what the media is trying to tell the American people today. She's obviously in deep doo-doo if they're pushing that kind of propaganda on the American people. Facebook and Twitter, deleting Whole pages and profiles from people and suspending people because they dare to speak out. This is all about propaganda and controlling the minds of the American people. NBC News doing an article, oh, Islam's complicated relationship with homosexuality. It's not complicated. 11 countries have executions for gay people. The only thing complicated is figuring out which one throws them off a roof. You know, which one has a building fall on them. If you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The propaganda that was spewed today in that FBI press conference. And yeah, they came back after there was such a pushback. They came back and retracted their redaction, but kind of because all they really did was replace. uh, They still didn't completely release it. No, what they did was they had to replace Allah with the word God. We're going to get into that in a second, but... I, I was shocked. I couldn't even believe that this is my government doing this to the American people. That not only were they intentionally scrubbing the truth from the American people and intentionally trying to launch a cover-up just like Benghazi, but they had the gall to do it in the name of the victims. Not wanting to exploit them, not wanting to re-victimize them. Well, if you were so concerned about re-victimizing them, why are you going to let a little pushback cause you to go ahead and, and put it all out there? That's a bunch of crap. Oh, we don't want to exploit them painfully. You exploited them the very second you came out and tried to make this be about anything but radical Islam. When you tried to make it be about gun control, when you tried to make it be about homophobia, when you tried to make it be about mental illness, all of that was an exploitation of them. 
You talk about respect, he said today. I can't believe if you're in the FBI, how could you participate in this? How could you go to the American people and defend Islam and go out there? He was not a spokesperson for the victims. He was not a spokesperson for the American people. He went out there today as a spokesperson for Islam. Oh, they don't represent Islam. Oh, another thing he said, he was radicalized domestically. Again, an attempt to blame America with that one. Oh, we're still looking for a number of motives. See, that's one reason why they had to redact it. They didn't want the American people to know the absolute truth. But see, we're smarter than they think that we are. And that's why the American people push back on it. You know, Trump was correct to pose the question of what is going on with this Obama administration. Either they have no courage, they're stupid, or there's something else going on. Well, I posed that question uh, to uh, Dr. Gorka earlier today. I sat down with him, and we're going to take a, a break in a minute, and I want e- you to hear his answers to some of this. What else did this FBI guy have to say? It was so shocking to me. I guess that was it. I shouldn't be shocked because we know whether it was Fast and Furious, we, whether we know it's the IRS, whether we know it's Benghazi, we know that this is what this administration does. And we also know that we have a Republican Party that's done nothing to stop it. Absolutely nothing to stop it. Even allowing themselves to get dragged into gun control discussions and debates which we shouldn't even go to. But I'm going to take a break. Speaking of going to somewhere, I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I want you to hear from Dr. Sebastian Gorka, author of Defeating Jihad, chair of military theory at Marine University, uh, contributor Breitbart, Fox News contributor, brilliant man. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, you're going to hear from Sebastian Gorka. Thanks for listening. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Miss Foster, you must alert the authorities immediately. Why is that so? All these new people we hired have been replaced by alien life forms. And what makes you say that? They're all here on time. That's because they're from HelpWantedSanDiego.com. That's their home planet? No, it's the job site. So easy to apply that the number of applies per posting are now up over 57%. Why are they all smiling so much? Because they're happy. Because they're not human. Could be because they don't have to drive ridiculously long distances. In their little spaceships. In their cars. The pod people do seem to be good at what they do. Well, we get some of our best hirees through HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Do we? The site is super mobile friendly and the apply process is so easy. The applies are up over 57%, so they have more qualified local employees than ever. So what is that strange sound I hear? Surely some intergalactic language? I believe it's called laughter. Well, at least they've come in peace. But whatever do we feed them? I'm going to go with lunch. Lower prices to post jobs. Mobile friendly and so easy to apply to great local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Long name, amazing results. Hi, my name is Colin Fokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Fokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Fokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll 
I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Interesting choice of music. <laughs> Young Dijon. Hey, glad to have you all here with me, and I'm especially thrilled to have my next guest with me. I saw him last Sunday after the Orlando shooting say one of the most succinct and most brilliant statements I've heard about the threat that we face from radical Islam as well as the agenda from the left. And it was, lone wolf is a term to make you stupid. And I thought, why have I not heard this said before? Of course, we talked last week on the Andrea K show about the ridiculous responses that we keep hearing every time there's a terrorist attack, and Lone Wolf happens to be one of them. So joining me today is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, author of Defeating Jihad, and Distinguished Chair of Military Theory at Marine Corps University. Dr. Gorka, thanks for being on the Andrea K show today. It's my pleasure. Um, Lone Wolf... Gun control, mental illness, anything in America, you know, somebody was forced to recite the Pledge of Allegiance at some point when they were in the second grade here. Those are all the excuses for why this keeps happening instead of telling us the truth. Correct? Absolutely. It's, it's a displacement reaction. It's an, uh, an attempt to make you, the American people, not understand the truth of who the enemy is and what they want. I mean, we've got people in the left-wing media that are now talking about how the Mateen, who massacred 49 fellow Americans, was overweight in school and may have been bullied. Well, you know what? <laughs> if that's the case, then I guess we're going to see a lot more violence like this because if it's just bullying that can cause you to massacre your fellow American, then we're in a lot of trouble if it's got nothing to do with jihadi ideology. Well, we're in a lot of trouble in terms of the excuses being made from an administration that's doing everything that they can to lie to us and to make us stupid. We had Loretta Lynch going around doing a Susan Rice impersonation yesterday on, an all, on, on all of the Sunday talk shows in preparation for today, the big announcement, that they were not going to uh, share all the transcripts of the shooter and the night of the jihad. And some of their reasons behind it were even worse than the lone wolf argument. It was so intellectually insulting to the victims as well as every American. In fact, they tried to act today, Dr. Gorka, as though the reasons why they were not providing truth and facts to the American people was because they did not want to re-victimize the victims. Yeah, it's it's astonishing. Americans should be outraged at this decision. So the idea that we have the largest terrorist attack in U.S. history since September the 11th, and the Department of Justice, the, the chief federal law enforcement officer, has censored the reality, has removed the words itself from what the man was saying about doing this for the Islamic State, being a jihadi, if, if you did that during World War II, if you doctored Hitler's statements and removed words referring to Nazi or fascist, you would be court-martialed instantly and probably tried for, for being a traitor to the republic. This is the reality we live in today. 
Now, Town Hall is reporting that the DOJ actually replaced the word Allah with God in the transcript. Um, just a- absolutely astonishing. In fact, when I saw that press- presser this morning, I thought, who wrote this? Is that the FBI or is that a local imam giving the speech here? And it made me question the depths in which every department and agency has been infiltrated and turned into propagandists for Islam. You are, as I said, uh, the uh, chair of military theory at Marine Corps University. Can you speak to that in terms of the infiltration at the very depths of America, in, in particularly our national security areas? Look, I would like to be very, very clear and explicit here. I work not only very closely with Marines and the, the U.S. Army, I work very closely with the FBI. This insanity is not coming out of the FBI. The political correctness gone insane is a product uh, of the Department of Justice, and most often it comes out of the so-called Civil Rights Division. The White House creates the narrative, what you may and may not say, what has to be censored, what you're allowed to talk about and what you're not allowed to talk about. And then the Civil Rights Division of the DOJ imposes that on top of the FBI, the agents, the intelligence community, and they are angry. Let me assure you, the FBI is full of patriots, people doing their best to secure America from the next jihadi attack, but it is the it is the political masters above them that are handcuffing them and making their lives as national security professionals almost impossible because of their censorship and their political control. Well, you've written a book called Defeating Jihad, and my question for you is how do we defeat jihad when we face two enemies? We face an external enemy like the radical Islamist and like ISIS, and we also face an internal enemy in terms of our administration that's making it incredibly difficult, if not impossible, for organizations like the FBI to do their job. How do we how do we defeat it? Well in defeating jihad, I actually supply the, the game plan. And the first half of the book is is what the enemy believes, their strategic documents, how the, the threat of global jihadism is, has evolved. And the second half of defeating jihad is is how we how we have to win them, a plan for the next president. And it's three very simple things. The first one is clear from our discussion already. You've got to get politics and political correctness out of the threat assessment. You have to jettison it. No more censorship, no more distortion of reality. Whoever the next president is, that's what they have to do. Second, we have to actually empower our Muslim allies. The face of this war in the Middle East shouldn't be a white or brown-skinned or yellow-skinned American. It should be our great allies, the Jordanians, the Egyptians, those people who've suffered the worst at the hands of the jihadis. Remember, jihadis love to kill Christians, Yazidis, you name it, but the majority of the victims are the Muslims who disagree with groups like ISIS. And then lastly, the third part of defeating jihad is is, um, a playbook from the Cold War. How did we win the Cold War? We didn't nuke the Soviets. We used propaganda and counter-propaganda to take the ideology of communism and to defeat it, to delegitimize it. Remember what Reagan said, the evil empire. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We have to have a giant counter-propaganda push against the, the brand of global jihadism just the same way we did with communism during the Cold War. Those three things together, and we can win. Well, it's interesting you should talk about um, that because it seems as though we're doing the opposite of what you talk about in terms of winning the propaganda war. When we've got an administration that's got the Department of Homeland Security removing words like jihad and radical Islam, to me, you know, that is the opposite of what you're talking about, correct? Absolutely. We're not, look, I don't think anybody should be surprised. We're we're not going to 
to win this war in the next six months, we're, we're going, it's going to get worse. This is, it's an administration through whether it's decisions in Syria, Libya, the, the censorship of training in our federal forces uh, and police. You know, this, this is not going to get better. It's going to get worse until we have a change of administration. The, today's decision is the final nail in the coffin of protecting America. We now know the administration doesn't want truth and will censor it at the highest level. Nobody should be surprised if another attack happens. If you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea Kay We're talking to Dr. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, author of Defeating Jihad and Distinguished Chair of Military Theory at Marine Corps University. Um, speaking of change of presidents, um, Donald Trump has said a couple of things. First of all, he has said that what he thinks is the key to defeating jihad is that we get back to some good old fashioned profiling. You know, it's not really, gang, you know, gangs of Swedes running around the world waging jihad. What are your thoughts on profiling? Look, look profiling has a lot of baggage and is, is a pejorative, dirty word today. But what, it, what profiling really is, is is another word for common sense if your bank robber that you have the video of is a tall white man with black curly hair you don't look for short blonde women if the <laughs> good because that would be me the, absolutely so think think about it if the enemy is made up of individuals of a certain age group from a certain region professing a certain religious ideological narrative then why are we patting down 80 year old episcopal grandmothers at the airport because we're too worried about we're we're too worried about uh, about offending muslims well yeah and and because we've created this narrative that think about it the obama administration says that terrorism is the result of lack of education and unemployment i'm not joking remember what maria harf the deputy press spokesman for the state department said on national television to be safe all we need are jobs for jihadi (laughs) the administration is in a Alice in Wonderland fantasy. Is that and the rest of us are living in a threat environment? Well, I'm, I'm curious as to what really is going on with the Obama administration. Uh, Donald Trump posed three options. He said either they have no courage, either they're stupid, or there's something else going on. Look, I, let's avoid the conspiracy theories, okay? Conspiracy theories are amusing, but the, the reason they're called theories is because they're not facts. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't know what God the president prays to, and you don't either, and nobody else will. You can't. You can't crawl into a man's soul. So let, let's avoid uh, the conspiracy theories. But the fact is, there's inordinate incompetence, gargantuan incompetence. There's arrogance. Just look at the people manning the National Security Council. And also there's an ideological worldview. Look at where these people come from. You know, Hillary Clinton studied under Saul Alinsky. Uh, Barack Obama is a product of the Chicago political machine. His family background is clearly one with a lot of baggage from, from a colonialist, anti-colonialist period. These are people who, wh- whatever conspiracy theories may say, there's one thing that's a fact. They're not fans of America. They, they think America is more often the problem than not. And that explains everything you need to know about the last seven and a half years. couple questions from listeners. Uh, the buildup uh, on NATO and Russian troops is, um, trying to read this person's question here, is ominous and could lead to war in Europe. Could Trump negotiate a stand down uh, in parentheses war, war or instability in Europe or home would unleash uh, Muslim migrants to kill? Look, uh, it's not a question of if there's going to be a war in Europe. There was already a war. Uh, Crimea was a part of Ukraine. Russia invaded Crimea and took it. They broke a 60-year-old taboo and aggrandized their nation through military action. So 
uh, we're taking uh, very, very late uh, decisions to reinforce our friends, the Poles and the Balts. Uh, Putin is simply a thug. He's a bully. He can be dealt with quite easily. Uh, I'm not afraid of there being a, a larger escalation in Europe because uh, Russia simply doesn't have the economic might to do that. But he is a bully that has to be dealt with. And the, the Obama administration has uh, often facilitated his, uh, his freedom of movement as opposed to actually challenging him. Last question from the listeners. What news sources do you rely on? <laughs> well, look, I'm the national security editor for Breitbart, so Breitbart number one, above <laughs> all else. Um, and, and then um, I, I don't look at news sources per se. I look at individuals. I find people who I trust, are journalists, experts, and I follow their work because most journalism is just, you know, I do a lot of work for Fox. I love the people at Fox. Breitbart has crushed it. Breitbart last week became the number one social media provider of political information in the world. They've even crushed uh, Huffington Post and everybody else. So check out Breitbart and make your own decisions. And also, I love talk radio. I'm a huge fan of talk radio. Awesome. Well, I'm a huge fan of yours. I appreciate your being here. And I'm a fan of Breitbart's as well. Matt Boyle's on the show um, almost weekly, practically. So I'm, I'm a fan of, of Breitbart. Thank you so much. Final thoughts before we go? Yeah, the final thought is check out my book, Defeating Jihad. And remember, all of you are on the front line. This isn't just about something happening 8,000 miles away after San Bernardino, after Fort Hood, after Boston, after Orlando. You need to understand you are part of this fight. Check out my website, thegorkabriefing.com. That's T-H-E-G-O-R-K-A, thegorkabriefing.com. Lots of free materials. Educate yourself. Educate your loved ones. Awesome. Thanks again for being here. My pleasure. Anytime. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of the Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere, people. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Hi, my name is Colin Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com. P-O-K-A-L-A-Law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. You know, most people think when the stock market falls, everyone loses money. But guess what? That's not true. There's a select group of people who reap in huge profits even when the market falls. How would you like to know what they know so you can make money in any market condition? Online Trading Academy has just produced a new video called How to Make Money When the Markets Fall. They would like to send you home with this free video when you attend one of their free half-day classes. This will help you understand how to make money when the market is up, down, or sideways. Once you 
understand how to make money in all kinds of market conditions, everything changes. Stop losing money. Stop losing sleep. Watch this video. Learn what Wall Street doesn't want you to know. Call Online Trading Academy now at 844-399-TRADE. That's 844-399-8723. 844-399-TRADE. This can change everything. Call 844-399-TRADE or online at tradingacademy.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. For so long, it's not true. Mm. Dazed and confused. That's a classic. Hey, the Obama administration, they obviously want to keep us all dazed and confused. But I'm kind of laughing here in that song because somebody invited me to go see a Led Zeppelin cover band a couple weeks ago. And I actually, I mean, Led Zeppelin wasn't really like my thing when I was growing up. That was really more like my older brother's thing. Y'all know I'm into like a smooth groove. But I got to tell you, I had such a kick out of this cover band. More about the people that were there and seeing like 65-year-old dudes like totally banging their heads. It's like some of them I know had migraines the next day from all that head banging <laughs> that was going on. I'm still giggling in spite of the fact that I am fired up over what this administration and the media is trying to put over on us in terms of the propaganda and a Republican Party that's allowing them to do it. I don't know if you or if you're just tuning in, the podcast will be up. I want to make sure you hear the interview that I just did with uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And I also want you to keep listening on the podcast past that because my next interview friend of the show guest on here is my buddy Xander Gibb. Hey, Xander, this is your first time on the Andrea K Show. I'm so excited to have you here. It is indeed. It's great to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm giggling even though I'm like so cranky over what this... It, there's, there's Some things make me crankier than others, Xander. And for somebody... I'm like Judge Judy. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Don't try to get one... Don't insult my intelligence like what they tried to do with that press conference today with that FBI spokesperson defending Islam and propping up Islam and pretending like they were in it for the victims and, you know, they were trying to protect the victims and then they turned right around and put it out there replacing uh, the word Allah with God. I mean, it's all ridiculously insulting. Meanwhile, and, it, and it's all meant just like after Benghazi, it's all meant to hide the truth. It's a cover-up. It's a cover-up of the truth about the threat that we face. It's a cover-up over what this administration has done to embolden the enemy, to encourage it, to enable it, and quite frankly, let it happen. Um, in fact, did you know, Xander, you're on top of everything. You probably already knew this. Did you know that while this thing was going on with Orlando, there were three other uh, Islamist incidents in America last week? Did you know this? I, I knew about uh, two other incidents, but uh, clearly this administration wants to uh, kind of hush everything up. You can't say the word Islamic. You can't say terrorism. Um, and it's all coming out of the president's uh, zeal to um, to kind of placate um, the, the Muslims in, in America. And that kind of worries me, really. Well, I mean, I, Trump posed the question. He asked, is it because they're stupid, they don't have any courage, or there's something else going on? You know who said, who said it boldly? My man Chachi. The brilliant mind behind Charles and Charge. Scott Baio had the, had the nerve to say he's either a Muslim or he's a Muslim sympathizer. For those who don't know what happened last week, a man from Kosovo pled guilty to providing material support to the Islamic State in a Virginia court on Wednesday. 
He was already in the process of providing material support. 20 years old, he hacked into a U.S. online retailer, stole personal information of 1,351 U.S. military personnel and federal officials. I didn't hear a word about this until the Clarion Project, Ryan Morrow's outfit, sent this to me. Um... He passed the information on to British Islamic State hacker uh, Hussein with the understanding that ISIS would carry out attacks against 1,300 individuals. A Turkish Turkish businessman in New York, he pled guilty to selling restricted missile supplies to the Iranian regime, including powder that's used in missiles and nuclear technology. I didn't hear a word about either one of those. A man in Texas... Yeah, a man in Texas was jailed after threatening to kill people who refused to take a copy of the Koran he was handing out. And, you know, the left would have us to believe that he was just some crazy nut job. But that that is what it's about. That's what jihad is. It's you either convert or you die. So these three things were having evidence. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, how much more evidence do we need uh, before people can actually say that our president is a Muslim sympathizer? And and if you're going to give um, billions of dollars to Iran and the uh, the 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 uh, the ability to make nuclear weapons to our enemies, uh, so that they can attack our allies, what does this say about our leadership? Well, you know, what does it say about the American voters, Andrew? Because after September 11th, the big thing was hashtag never forget. Oh, we're never forgetting again to forget what's happened. Well, we have not only forgotten, Xander, I, not me, because I didn't vote for this clown. And I certainly didn't vote for his reelection. And shame on those who sat at home and didn't vote for Romney. The same people are threatening to sit at home. And I don't even know whether you support Trump or not, but I'm hoping you do. Because I got a message for the never Trump people. You're going to have more Orlandos. You sit at home instead of voting for Donald Trump. And you are voting for more Orlandos to happen. And in fact, what are they trying to do? You know, I I was on uh, with Ed Schultz earlier. The opening of his show was about Trump and Corey Lewandowski. And, you know, it's it's been all day of anything that they could do to keep from talking about the truth and the reality that we face about radical Islam. On top of it, the other, you know, half of the effort is to demonize Trump. We've got a Republican Party that's on board with it. I don't know what your take is on this Lewandowski thing, but I said there's no story here. There's absolutely no story here. He's got to move into the general election. So he he made a change. He did what all business people do. A campaign is a business plan. He looked around. He said, okay, here's my staff. Here's who's got me here. Whether I don't think this person necessarily has the skill level or whatever to get me to my next step. So I'm going to make a change. There's no controversy there. It's all meant to like further uh, keep us off topic. What's your take on the Lewandowski thing? I think it. I don't think it's a bad move at all, and and I think that um, a lot of what you see, it's the liberal media's job to demonize Donald Trump, uh, and if you're silly enough to believe these things, uh, I I check everything out. I read in my uh, newsfeed today uh, that uh, Donald Trump is a homophobe, and that he's meeting with 400 homophobic. Uh, ministers and I don't find any evidence of it anywhere. And the thing is that sometimes the American public will just take what they're spoon fed from the media without checking it out. And it's dangerous. It's absolutely dangerous. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K show and I'm talking to Xander Gibb of XRAD radio fame. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, you know, it's it's kind of like this thing about you hear all day long about him being a racist. The man's been in business for 30 something years. There's never been. He has never been taken to court and sued for 
discrimination and racism in the workplace. There's no case of it. There's no case of of in the workplace him doing you know anything untoward with women. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton pays her staff 85 percent or women 85 percent when she pays men. But people believe it because it's in the media. Um, what else is the media up to today with Trump? Is and speaking of the LBGT community, you know. Um, there's articles out today because they, of course, they got to make him out to be a homophobe. The reality is, is he has many more. He is the most pro-gay Republican candidate ever to run for office. And there are LBGT supporters out there who say that they're scared. They're prepared to vote for him because they get it now. They understand now that the biggest threat they face is not a Christian who doesn't want to bake him a cake. It's Islamists who want to throw him off buildings, but they're scared to come public about it because of, of what they might face from the left. There is, I mean, there is a lot of uh, community pressure uh, for, for gay people to support Hillary, but how stupid could they be not to know that she's taken thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars from countries that support this ideology? What does that say about a person if they say, hey, I'm pro-gay, but there I am taking money from countries that will throw, uh, will throw gay people off buildings and hang them from trees for merely being gay? Well, yeah, and it, it's, there's, I don't remember if it was P.T. Barnum who said it's easier to con people than to convince them that they've been conned. And you've, the left has done a really brilliant job of the identity politics game, dividing up Americans into little groups, right. telling them that they've been victimized. And once people have bought into that, that not only they've been victimized, but they've been victimized by conservatives and Republicans, and that their savior is going to be these Democrats, it's hard for them. Look at Obama. I mean, the that very few people who voted for him are willing to admit a mistake. Most of them are still digging in their heels because they don't, they can't admit to themselves how they've been had by this man. There are conspiracies right now, though. Speaking of Trump, there's lots of I, things floating around out there that there's going to be some shenanigans at the convention that, um, Will one one theory is that the rules committee is going to convene and they convene at every convention. They lay out the rules at that convention. Romney worked with the rules committee to make things favorable to himself in 2012. The rules committee can do what they want to do. And there are some things floating around that they're going to have this uh, change that the delegates can, quote, vote their conscience. What are your thoughts on that? Well, this is the thing. Uh, I'm, you know, pe- people know that that I kind of speak in my mind. Donald Trump wasn't my first choice, but clearly he's he's gonna he's he's won the nomination, wh- whichever way you look at it. And if the GOP do not get behind him and make him their candidate, that's the end of the GOP, as far as I'm concerned, because because everything that it stands for topples if they don't back the candidate that wins the vote. Yeah, because. The reality is, right, and the reality is, is that it's already toppled, and that's why Trump is where he's at. Because in 2010, they, the American, the American people and the Republicans were like, "You guys have to do something." Oh, well, give us the house. We don't have any power right now. So the Tea Party gave them the house. In 2012, uh, the American people, the Republicans sucked it up, even though we did, really didn't want Romney. He failed a dismal death thanks to the establishment. And then the establishment's excuse was such and such. And then they came out in 2014 and said, so you, you got to give us you know, the Senate. That's what we need. You got to give us the Senate. We did. And then they did absolutely nothing on the part of the American people. And that it was including Democrats and independents who gave them the, the Senate and they did nothing. So that's why this 
this point, I kind of look at it as though the Republican Party is kind of already dead, if not hanging by its fingernails. And they view Trump as the guy who basically can go in and shake it up. When you have Paul Ryan more angry at Trump right now than Mateen, who did the killing in Orlando and threatening to sue Trump, we got a problem in the Republican Party. They're, They're already dead to me. But isn't this isn't this why uh, the Republican Party has failed the past two times because of all the infighting and the failures to actually uh, really get behind the candidates? Uh, I mean, it's it's no secret that that I haven't endorsed anybody yet. But as the days go by, you know, I want I would rather have fifty Donald Trumps than one. Hillary Clinton, and it's a clear. It, that's that's how clear the choice is, and and you can sit on the sideline as long as as long as you want to, uh, but it's it's an inevitable thing. We have to get behind Donald Trump, and I I've been kind of reluctant to do that because there are things that I don't agree with. But as I said, I would rather have fifty Donald Trumps than one Hillary Clinton because we don't need more of the failed policies that will just be carried on and extended um, from the Obama administration. We're even, in a mess. We're right, in a yeah. mess. It, and even, it, and my argument to the, to the Trump supporters who say, the never Trump people who say, you know, I have to keep my, you know, my purity or I have to keep my conscience or I can't even remember the term that they like, <sighs> they like to use, you know, my, um, I, I see, it doesn't even make sense to me. You know, I've got, I've got to vote my conscience and my conscience tells me I can't can't vote for him because he's this, he's that. And it's like, well, then staying home is a vote for Hillary Clinton. And even if you think, even if you think that Trump's policies would be the same as, as Hillary Clinton's, what's the deal breaker should be for you? Benghazi. She was handing right now. Everybody's talking about this gun control crap, Xander. She ran just like the Obama administration was, was giving guns to the drug cartels in Mexico. Why was Ambassador Stevens over there in Benghazi? It was not even it was he was not there in an embassy. He was at an outpost because he was there illegally running guns to the people who turned into being ISIS. And he was left there with the others to die. And then she did just like it was happening today. They launched a cover up. Uh, uh, t- today, they're talking about respect for the victims. This woman looked in the eyes of those victims, families, Xander, and lied and said it was about a video. And then they didn't even invite them to to any ceremonies. I mean, it was like. I can't even imagine how any Republican in good conscience, you want to talk about your conscience, how you can in any way, directly or indirectly, vote for Hillary Clinton. You don't have a conscience, in my opinion. There, I said it. But regardless of your of your party of choice, how can you, as an American, forget about the things she's done? Because for me, you know, I've I've sat on lots of panels, lots of interviewing panels, and for me, uh, one of the first criteria is how well you did your last job. And she failed miserably mm-hmm. as the Secretary of State. And, and the, there are more mistakes out there that that, that her name is attached to uh, than anything else. It's corruption. I mean, how she, is she even allowed to run? Right, it's How corruption. Is she allowed to run? She should be in jail. She's violated the Espionage Act. The Clinton Foundation is the greatest fraud that's ever been perpetrated. And she's taken $20 million from countries like Saudi Arabia to fund her presidential campaign. It's an outrage on the Republican Party and anybody's that she's running for office. Um, how can people hear your show? Because i got to go to a break. Um, it's uh, it's a, a weeknight, uh, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, and uh, the links are at xandergib.com and on Facebook, too. Oh, well, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it. 
Okay. All right. We're going to take a skinny little break, and we've got more topics on the other side, so don't go anywhere. we got to talk borders and immigration. You thought you were sick already. It's the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K-A-Y-E. Some people willingly take on risk, like skydivers. They may find risk exhilarating. Most of us would rather avoid risk. When it comes to investing strategies, many investors want to keep their feet on the ground and reduce their exposure to risk. A risk buffer strategy through the purchase of an annuity contract is designed for investors who want the potential for growth when the markets are positive, potentially with some protection from losses when they're not. If you're concerned about stock market volatility and the threat of another market collapse, learn where a risk buffer strategy may fit in your investment mix. You may be able to cover losses to a certain extent when markets decline, but potentially enjoy a reasonable amount of growth when markets rise. Watch an informative short video to learn exactly how a risk buffer strategy works at riskbuffer.com. That's riskbuffer.com. A risk buffer strategy involves purchase of a variable annuity, which is a long-term investment product. Guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuer subject to their terms and conditions. Securities offered through Lucia Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, my name is Colin Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com. P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you with me here tonight. I absolutely think before the break, we were talking to Xander Gibb, and we talked about everything, covered a lot of ground. One of the things we talked about was what might happen at the convention, and I am expecting there to, to be uh, some interesting things happening. In fact, I may actually go to the convention. I haven't decided yet. I think that's one reason why Trump did make a change with Lewandowski. I think it was a nod to the RNC. I think he ruffled a lot of feathers. I think Trump is pragmatic enough to know that at this stage that he does not have enough of a ground game enough of and that includes fundraising as well as get out the vote and that um, he needs the Republican Party to do that I think it's a smart move um, and I think he understands that that uh, the Republican Party is going to try to do everything that they can uh, to stop him and one of the reasons is because of the borders how long have I been talking about that's my number one issue the physical border the v- virtual border in terms of this immigration crisis that we have right now President Obama with the assistance of Paul Ryan is fast-tracking, bringing 10,000 refugees here to America, which we know are not refugees. By the most conservative measures, 15% are radical, which means 1,500 are intentionally being brought here, 15 Mateens being brought here. And if other Pew polls and other polls tell are, are accurate, somewhere between 50 and 60% of moderate Muslims believe in Sharia, 
believe that that should be the law of the land. So Trump is right that it's not only about terrorism, it's also about quality of life because they want to take us over two ways, through the sword and through Sharia. They're not compatible with America and they should not be here. One of the things, we have a right in the nation to preserve our quality of life here. You know one of the things that's done the most to destroy our quality of life? After we eradicated or pretty much completely eradicated a lot of killers in terms of diseases out there, thanks to the open borders, they've made quite a comeback. And that's because over 40, about 40 million people living here now are foreign born in countries that did not come up with vaccines. It did not take care of these um, illnesses. We're talking about tuberculosis, measles, whooping cough, mumps, scarlet fever, and the bubonic plague. They're all here and back with a vengeance. I don't know how many times a year that I hear that whooping cough here in California is almost epidemic proportions at this point. We saw what happened, that crisis. We were all supposed to feel so bad for all these people that came to the border. Well, why, why isn't anybody feeling bad for the Americans here, the babies who were dying because of these diseases? We saw Border Patrol agents talking about the diseases that they were subjected to as they were changing diapers. And those people riddled with disease were dispersed throughout the nation. Somebody said, I don't know if it was Winston Churchill who said that socialism is about the equal distribution of misery. Now we've got the equal distribution of disease. One of the things that happened at Ellis Island was they were supposed to be checking people for disease and not bringing them onto the mainland and subjecting Americans to it. Not a word out of the Republican Party. It's crazy. Hey, you know, I'm here on tomorrow night as well, Tuesday. Tuesdays, I get into a little bit of business. There's supposed to be a big vote going down in San Diego tonight that has to do with the unions. Years ago, we had all these uh, workers from the grocery stores that decided to, you know, have a little hissy fit, making $35 an hour to frost cakes and didn't want to pay $7 out of their paycheck towards their health care and their insurance. And then they ended up losing their jobs. And now they're at it again. So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Uh, We're going to talk about Brexit tomorrow, which is a vote that's happening in Britain this week, whether or not they want to stay in the EU. And that has a lot of implications worldwide ripple effect uh, across the world and economy. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And uh, um, also, I've got a couple of announcements to make. Todd, are you, are, did I Exciting ki- stuff? Yeah, well, I think so. Actually, um, Wayne Allen Root has been a regular guest on the Andrea K Show. And he's one of my most favorite people. And when I fill in for Dr. Gene on America Trends, he's one of my people that I love to have on. Well, he has invited me to be, he's going to shoot a TV pilot and with him as the host. And he's invited me to be on as one of his panelists. So it's going to be kind of like a Waters World, kind of a Greg Gutfeld show, but with a little bit of bite. Because you know Wayne Allen, he's like the male version of me. I mean, he's like dynamite. You know, he's my wind-up doll. So I'm super excited by that. I love being on panels. Uh, I had a great time with Craig when we were down, kind of like panel style. Election night down at Golden Hall. Super fun. <coughs> I don't have to always be the star of the show. In fact, it's kind of fun thinking about sitting on the on the sofa. So we're going to be shooting that pilot coming up later in the summer. So stay tuned for details. And I might actually even have some other stories. I'm not stories, some other announcements to make. 
about that. Uh, on Tuesday's show tomorrow, I'm going to have Kalyan Pokola back with me. We're going to talk about a little bit about small business, which is the lifeblood of our economy. So um, we've got a story we're going to talk about tomorrow, a little tip. We're going to talk about a tip tomorrow, actually kind of a, a business issue that people get into that kind of something that affected a friend of mine who has a business back in, in Louisiana. So, um, and it kind of cost her her business. And so it's um, because people don't really know that this is, is an issue. So I'm kind of teasing that out there. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And also on Tuesdays, Tuesdays, and I forgot it this past week, Tuesdays when I hand out my award for last week's fool, this week's tool, we forgot about that last week. DJ Carrot Sticks. Who would, okay, so. Does that make me that last week's fool? (laughs) No, it makes me last week's fool and this week's tool because I forgot all about it. So clearly right up there, and I'm going to put this out there to everybody on Facebook. I want your nominees, you know, tell me tonight and tomorrow who you nominate for last week's fool, this week's tool. For me, right up there has to be Loretta Lynch. The fact that she would go out and do a Susan Rice and try to pull this kind of cover up propaganda crap on the American people shows exactly who she is and what a fool she is. So that's, that's my nominee for that. Do you have anybody in mind, DJ Carrot Sticks? Not necessarily, but I told my parents about this segment that you did and we had a long discussion of what a tool is. (laughs) My mom says, well, just Google it. Were you the one who didn't know what a tool was or was it her? Well, well, I kind of know it's a a negative term, but I didn't really know like what a tool is. Well, a tool can be like, um, you know, a butt munch, kind of like somebody who's annoying, kind of like somebody who's an idiot. You're such a tool. Or it can be somebody who's a useful idiot to an agenda. So, and it can be, well, last week's fool, this week's tool can be one person or it can be two. I got to give a, oh, I'm almost out of time before I give a shout out. Congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's the first time in their franchise they have won an NBA championship. I don't follow basketball. I didn't watch one minute of that dang game. First championship for the city of Cleveland. Really? Yeah. The Browns never. Oh, oh yeah. no, not the Browns. <laughs> Which makes us San Diegans come like, come on, are you serious? Another city with a championship, and here we're sitting without one. Yeah, well, didn't the Padres ever win the World Series at some no, point? No, they made it to the World Series in '85 and '98, but lost both times. Well, I got to give a hat tip because even though basketball is not my game, I I love it when I see people work their butts off like these professional athletes do. Yes, many of them are really lacking in character, but let me tell you, they got work ethic. You do not get to that level in sports unless you've got some serious competitive mindset. And just to be at the top of the game, to, to have that kind of victory, just makes me feel good. In the middle of everything going on, I was just really happy to see that. First time ever a team came back from a 3-1 deficit to win. Oh, well, congratulations to them. And to see grown men cry out of joy. You know, didn't we need a little bit of good news this week in America? Hey, so right here tomorrow night, 8 8 p.m. Pacific time, a.m. 1170 KCBQ. Thank you to Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Get his book, Defeating Jihad. Uh, Thank you, Xander Gibb, for being on the show. Thank you all out there. Follow me on Twitter. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on Insta. No, I'm not on Snapchat yet. Dang it, I'll get on there one way or another. Let me know what you think on Facebook. Last week's Fool, This Week's Tool. Good night, everybody. Have a great night. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group.